Good evening. Hope you have had a good week and a good Wednesday so far. Uh, we're going to continue our study tonight uh, in the Lord's Prayer. We're going through this very slowly, verse by verse. Uh, we spent a couple weeks uh, looking at each verse, and so uh, we'll do that again uh, tonight as we're in verse 13. Let me begin reading in verse 9. Pray then like this, Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we also have forgiven our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Our focus tonight is going to be verse 13. We're going to look at the first part tonight, the second part next week. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Let's pray before we dive into the word. Father God, we, we praise you for who you are. You are our Father. You are our sustainer. You are holy. You are king and you have a kingdom and you are ruling and reigning. You are the one who provides for us. You are the one who pardons and forgives us. And you are also the one who protects us. So God, as we turn to your word tonight, we pray that you would encourage us. Lord, convict us, challenge us, make us more like Jesus, we pray. In Jesus' name, amen. So we have talked over these last several weeks about the last part of the Lord's Prayer. Give us this day our daily bread. That is a prayer for provision, a prayer for provision. Forgive us our debts as we have forgiven our debtors. That is a, a prayer for pardon. And tonight we're praying for protection, right? It's a, a prayer of protection beginning in verse 13. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. You and I live in a very destructive and dangerous world. Each of us has seen the power of sin. We have seen the destructiveness of sin. We have seen Christians who have lost their ministry, lost their marriage, lost their relationship with their children, lost their job, lost their effectiveness because they have fallen into some sin. As we grow older, we may be tempted to think, look, I know where the dangers are. I know how to avoid them, but the reality is we don't. And I'm so thankful tonight that I don't have to maneuver through this dangerous world, these dangerous places alone. I'm thankful that I have someone to help, someone to protect me, someone to lean on. Psalm 18, verses 1 through 2. Psalm 18, verses 1 through 2 says, I love you, O Lord, my strength. The Lord is my rock. He is my fortress. He is my deliverer, my God, my rock in whom I take refuge, my shield and the horn of my salvation, my stronghold. The Lord is our deliverer. And so that leads us into verse 13, where Jesus teaches us to pray and lead us not into temptation. Lead us not into temptation. Right off the bat, right, we have to ask the question, does God lead us into temptation? Jesus is teaching us, modeling for us how to pray to the Father, and he says, as we pray to the Father, lead us not into temptation. Does this mean 
that God the Father is leading us into temptation? And the answer is no. The answer is no. And Scripture is clear. James helps us here. James chapter 1, if you want to turn there and hold your spot, because I want us to look at a couple verses. James chapter 1, verse 13 says, Let no one say when he is tempted, I am being tempted by God. For God cannot be tempted with evil, and he himself tempts no one. God is not the author of temptation. God does not tempt us. James is clear. God himself tempts no one. So if God does not tempt us, if God is not the author of temptation, why then does Jesus teach us to pray, lead us not into temptation? What does he mean by that? Well, James, once again, helps us to understand what Jesus is speaking to. James chapter 1, verse 2. It says, Count it all joy, my brothers, when you meet trials of various kinds. For you know that the testing of your faith produces steadfastness. There is a Greek word here in verse 2. Uh, it's translated in the English, trials. It's translated here in chapter 1, verse 2 as trials. The word is periosmos, periosmos. That same Greek word is also used in Matthew chapter 6, verse 13, but there it's translated temptation. Same Greek word in James translated trials, in Matthew chapter 6, translated temptation. John MacArthur, summarizing this Greek word, writes, The basic meaning of temptation is simply to test or prove and has no negative connotation. Whether it becomes a proof of righteousness or an inducement to evil depends on our response. If we resist it in God's power, it is a test that proves our faithfulness. If we do not resist, it becomes a solicitation to sin. The Bible uses the term in both ways, translated trials or temptation. Consider Jesus and his being tempted in the wilderness. Matthew chapter 4. Matthew chapter 4, verse 1. Then Jesus was led up by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. We see here that it is the devil tempting Jesus, but that it is the Spirit of God who led Jesus into the wilderness. John MacArthur writes, When Jesus was led up by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil, it is clear that both God and Satan participated in the testing. God intended the test to prove his son's righteousness, but Satan intended it to induce Jesus to misuse his divine powers and to give his allegiance to Satan. So the scriptures are clear. God does not tempt us to sin. God does not delight in sin, so God, therefore, would never lead us, his children, into sin. God does not tempt us to sin. 
But the scripture is also clear that God will test us to strengthen us and to help us grow. God does not delight in sin, but God does take delight in his people trusting in him and learning from him. And we know that we often grow the most during test, during these hard times. So here's the truth I want you to grasp and take hold of tonight. It's simply this. Every trial brings temptation with it. Every trial brings temptation with it. Every trial. You and I will not escape the trials of this life. Abraham faced them. Job faced them. Jesus experienced these trials. Every trial, we will experience trials. We will experience testing of our faith. And every trial brings temptation with it. It brings temptation with it. Think about COVID-19. We are in the midst of a trial as an individual, as a church, as a nation. But let's think about the trials that we're facing in our own life. As we're in the midst of this COVID-19 virus, in the midst of, of having to give up certain things that we enjoy, maybe uh, wondering, um, am I going to get sick? Or we've had somebody we know get sick. Or maybe we've lost a job or our hours have been cut back. Right? We're, we're going through this trial, through this testing. In the midst of it, you may be tempted to doubt the provision of your father. You may be tempted to say, God, I've lost my job. I can't make ends meet. What kind of God would allow this to happen? You, you, you maybe aren't going to provide for me. We begin to doubt his provision. Or maybe we begin to doubt his love. Why would a good God allow this to happen? Or maybe we doubt his power. Maybe we think that God is powerless over the coronavirus. So with every trial comes with it a temptation. Every trial brings temptation with it. Think of it this way. Think of these trials from God's vantage point. Anytime you go through a trial, anytime you go through a testing of various kinds, James says, from God's vantage point, that trial, that test, is going to be used to strengthen you, to, to give evidence to your faith in God. He's, God is going to use it to grow you and your character. But from Satan's vantage point, every trial, every testing, Satan is going to try to use it as a temptation to make you sin and doubt God's goodness, God's love, God's power, God's provision. Jesus teaches us to pray, lead us not into temptation. The Lord will never lead you or myself into sin. But I know my own weakness. I know my own propensity to sin. I know my disposition at times may be to doubt God in the midst of those trials. So our prayer is, Father, whenever you and your providence lead me through a trial, my prayer is that I will not be given over to temptation. 
Lord, don't let my temptation in this moment overwhelm me. Don't let it consume me. May I turn to you for deliverance in the midst of that trial instead of turning to myself or being tempted by Satan to sin. And so we pray, Lord, lead us not into temptation. And if we really mean that prayer, then you and I will strive to avoid those places and situations that often bring temptation. We will not pray, Lord, lead us not into temptation, and then wander about into a place filled with temptation that it's more easy for us to give in to Satan and his cunning and deceit. In other words, don't deliberately place yourself in the way of temptation. Look, I'm weak. I'm aware of my inabilities. I'm aware and need to constantly be aware of my past sins. I need to know where I'm the most vulnerable. I need to know where my flesh is the most weak. The last person I want to depend upon in the midst of a trial or the last person I want to depend upon when Satan comes to attack me is myself. I know I can't trust myself, but there is one person who I can trust in, and that is Jesus Christ. For in him there is now no condemnation. In him I find forgiveness for my sins, hope for tomorrow, and strength for today. He is my Father. He is my protector. He is my strength. He is my source. He is my provider. He is my redeemer. And my God will never lead me into temptation. My God will always provide a way out. My God can take that which Satan means for evil and use it for good. My God is working all things together for the good of those who love him and are called according to his purpose. It is my God who is working all things according to the counsel of his will. My God can be trusted. So let us put our faith in him. He is our protector. We trust him, not in ourselves. And he can deliver us from the evil one, and he will never lead us into temptation. Trust in him. Trust in him. Let's pray. Father God, you are a God who can be trusted. You will never lead us into temptation. You will never lead us down a path, God, that will ultimately lead to our destruction. No, God, you are a good God, a gracious God. Yes, God, we will suffer. Yes, God, we will go through trials of various kinds. But Lord, you will use them to strengthen us to make us more dependent upon Jesus, less dependent upon the world. God, right now in the midst of this COVID-19, you're trying to, to get our attention. You are speaking to us, Lord, to us as a church, to us as a nation, to us as individuals. Father, will we hear? Will we depend more upon you and draw nearer to you through your word? Lord, lead us not into temptation. We know you have overcome. We know that you are the deliverer. And God, in every single moment, you will give us exactly what we need. 
to overcome Satan and the temptations that he brings our way. And we know, God, that in the midst of every trial, you will see us through. For we are more than conquerors in Christ. We trust in you, Lord, and we praise you. In Jesus' name, amen.